Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You know what that was? Yeah, that's from Biggie. Biggie, yeah. yeah that's on the album. Uh, what'd you think? It was good. Except I didn't hear the old Steve very well. Yeah, I was gonna say, I know they edited in old Steve, but it would have been great if they would have recorded themselves saying to keep the same energy. Oh, Steve! Like they should have recorded themselves saying "Oh, Steve" and then edited it in. It would have been much more smooth because it sounded robotic. Sound like Hawking. Yeah, but all Dave, like it sounded like you know what I mean. Yeah, but they, you know, <clears throat> they ain't professionals. They, they were using what they had. I don't know. But that's they, easy. Record yourself on your phone. phone yeah, and edit it in. in. Yeah, yeah. This, do, do you see why we get paid the big bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we are pros. We know this shit, man. But whoever sent that in, uh, I, I forget your name, but thank you, brother. Uh, that was good. Yeah, appreciate. You, you don't remember who they were? I had it from Dot. D-O-T, the Sheldon92 at Gmail. Thanks, Dot. Um, all right, let's get into these emails. I, 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 this first one, oh boy. Um, okay, here's before we read this. It started out okay, right? What? It's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. Short, sweet, two-parter. But then it goes, in the words of my man, Bill Burr, OG. <laughs> so here it goes. This is part one? This is part one. And remember, after I read this, I'm going to stop. 
and me and you going to assess. Right? All right. Okay. Part one. <clears throat> from Roland, Ro- Ronald, Ro- Ronald, Ronald, from Ronald Williams. What's up, ANA? Andy, I'm so tired of men like you. Every time y'all say anything about women doing wrong to men, you come up with, but what did he do? Like, this is what's wrong with, and he puts in caps, men today. Hold your nuts, uh, arises. Uh, can tell, oh, hold your nuts. Aries can tell a story about, he puts arises when he wanted to put Aries. Aries can tell a story about a woman beating the shit out of a guy and you would come back with, if he didn't look at her like that, she wouldn't have no reason to hit him. And this is coming from the response of the Johnny Depp situation. You even had a woman who was t- who was taking a side about the feminist Kyla, Kyla, and you come back with some bullshit. Love the podcast, but have some balls. Real quick, what do you think? I don't remember being so... Uh... Blaming the other person, like what he just said. Right. I said, we were not there, mm-hmm. which is a fair assessment. You never know what happens when you're not there. But I I sided, I was pretty sure I sided with John, Johnny Depp. So this is a person who can't hear something and, and, and take it into what it means. And even if we go with what he said, I... I don't necessarily know that I agree, but I... All right. Yeah, I wasn't... But I, I didn't... I took it a different way because I didn't think that's what I was trying to say in what I said. Okay. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, and can we stop saying it's never a reason to hit a woman? My ex-wife didn't work, fucked my coworker in my house, and put me on child support one day. I said, fuck it. Drove to the house, and I had to leave gave her two black eyes and did three years, some of the best three years. So fuck it. It's never, so fuck it's never cool to punch a woman. We here at the Spears and Steinberg podcast don't condone any violence whatsoever against anyone, especially women. The views and the points that are expressed are strictly those of the people who have written in and to which I have read their emails. Again, the Spears and Steinberg podcast don't condone any violence against women of any sort. Well, I gave her two black eyes and did three years some of the best Three years. So fuck it's never cool to hit a bunch of women. I don't know who raised you, uh, Ronald. Uh, matter of fact, if you're not careful uh, and you do some shit to really fuck up, you're going to get a visit from A.B. Well, maybe what he said there, mm-hmm. after he gave her two black eyes and did three years. Uh, the best three years of his life. Maybe he discovered something in those three years. That he enjoys better. Oh boy. <laughs> Hello, America. You know, I remember I was in the prison, and for a minute, I got used to the idea that I was never coming out. So I said to myself, I said, Bill, you're still getting kind of horny. And I remember one night I woke up and my dick was hard as a frozen gummy bear. 
And so then I left my cell because of Cosby. So I got one of the guards to open up my cell. And I went into Roland Ronald Williams' cell. And he said, what are you doing here, Bill? I said, shut the fuck up and take it. And I hit the nigga over the head with a pillowcase full of frozen sodas. And I gave him two black eyes. I poked him twice with my penis in the face, trying to find his mouth hole because it was dark and I couldn't see. So I went boink and zoink. Nigga woke up the next day with a sore asshole and some automatic shades. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that deep, but Bill ended up walking into the room and went deep himself. Now I popped that nigga's pudding. <laughs> Usually I'm known for pudding pops, but I popped that nigga's pudding. And I said, this is for your wife, who you gave the two black eyes to, bitch. All right. Uh, Ronald, do you have daughters, man? You got a mother. We know you got a mother. You had to be. Well, so how did you get here? You got a grandmother, right? You got, you got, you got daughters, nigga? Damn. And he wrote that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, hard to get back into comedy after domestic abuse. Uh, okay. This is from Brandon Doherty. And he writes in the subject, shut the fuck up, Kayla. Yes, I spelled it wrong on purpose. Hey, ANA, love the podcast. Been listening since day one, and I tune in weekly. But let's get into it. I need Kayla to get off her black, get off her black ass high horse. Andy was making some amazing points, but she is using her half ass black card and making assumptions to everything Andy's saying. And she is asking questions to have nothing to do with what Andy is saying and using her blackness as a weapon. F-O-H, which stands for fuck out of here, Kyla. She keeps saying it's Andy's wording, but if the person who is listening is not ready and willing to receive the message, it don't matter what flowery wording is used. And in several moments in that episode, she wasn't trying to hear what Andy was actually saying. So as I said before, shut the fuck up, Kayla, with your wannabe high and mighty ass. At one point, she said something about Andy taking his ball and going home and his point being bullshit but in that same moment, when Andy makes a valid point, she pulls that same card of taking her ball and going home. And he puts in caps, Sila, Kyla, sit your fake ass down somewhere. And with Aries and love ass, can't stop making googly eyes at Kayla. Yes, I'm going to keep spelling it wrong, which proves to me that a bitch's attractiveness will make a man will make a man allow a woman to talk some bullshit without him checking her bullshit. I bet if Kayla was one of those swamp possums from Mississippi. He would have shut all her bullshit down. L-M-F-A-O. And lastly, on another topic, tell them niggas who put ads in the podcast to stop putting the ads in the middle of a sentence. It's super irritating. Okay, I'm done ranting. Keep up the good work. Bernie Mac voice. Tell me, dude, a lot of people were upset with Kyla, dude. Dude, um... I wish she was here to rebuttal that. That's why, that's why I don't ever go back in to these emails people are entitled to their opinion i'll say this i did feel like when uh when she was ready not to hear me she pushed the the she pushed the nuclear button and the race car yeah and and you know um i 
have to. I, I, then I have to think deeply about how I'm going to approach it, and then I don't make the same points, or I have to I have to fight through uh, the placement that she put me in. She put me in a, in, a, in a different place where the conversation didn't need to be about race; it needed to be about women. If you want to make it about race, then I, I I really can't have that same conversation the same way. And uh, she's not here, so like I'm not going to get any further than that. But what I would like to say to him is, I appreciate the letter. I'm sure there's some people who have some other opinions, uh, a different way mm-hmm. that would agree with her. Uh, but uh, what I did try to do was be fair and let, uh, instead of trying to to make another point, was to allow people to make their decisions from the conversation that they did here. And I right. tried. That's why I didn't. I, I I mean, we went back and forth a few times, but I I, I just I. I couldn't do that without making it completely racial. And I let you guys make your own decision. So I, I appreciate the ones that came in and I appreciate the ones that heard what I was saying. I, it it is, it is what it is. And uh, it shows how far away we are in these conversations and why they're, they're necessary. Right. Um, okay. This is a picture. Uh, we're finally going to get to see what Rashad Simmons looks like. Okay. Bravo Baba. Thanks for the laughs, your pal Rashad Simmons. And I'm assuming, obviously, that's his girlfriend. Now I know, nigga, why you like that chocolate chick. She's like you, nigga. You are very biscuit-fed and homegrown. Where's he from? Uh, I think it's at Albany, Georgia or something, Georgia. Yeah, he looks happy. He's a happy-looking guy. I'm glad. And yeah, but I see why he don't like Gemma. Yeah, he's a country nigga. He got that, he got that. Look, like he just finished licking sauce off his fingers. He looks happy. Okay. That's that's a good look. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're a biscuit chitlin' eating nigga. Yeah, okay. Rashad, now I got a face to really hate. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's tongue-in-cheek, nigga. You know I, I got love for you, but I hate you at the same time because you say shit that tickles, that gets under my fucking feathers, nigga. That's the best relationship, though, to have. What I love, hate with, with like with the listener. I love that you can come in and he can say uh, something totally against. I mean, him. I don't He's, hate you to the no, point no, where. No. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't hate you to the point where I want to give you two black eyes and do three best years of my life. <laughs> but he goes back and forth, and it's, he doesn't have to agree, and he can speak his mind. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not offended. All right. Uh, and he looks happy. I'm happy when someone. He looked happy because he just got finished eating some hog and cheese. <laughs> um, from Chase Hobbs. Uh, good day, Spears and Stormback. My name is Hobshay, and this is coming all the way from Sydney, Australia. Uh, I have been a huge fan of the podcast since the first episode. The chemistry between you and Andy is great, and I can even see you and Andy being bum buddies, uh, with Andy definitely being on the bottom. Uh, mm, Aries, I first seen you in the past when I was a kid. (laughs) Oh, I finally understood what Bum Buddies was. I was like, what? I, I didn't, Bum is from, uh, that's like a more British term, right? I don't know. I don't bum know. is ass. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get it yeah. at first. Okay. Either way, nigga, you on the bottom. Uh, let me say you are in my top five. Comedian. If I was going to be on the bottom, I'm going to be a power bottom. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> He's looking up. <laughs> nah, nigga, what does that mean? It's, it's a dude who's still in charge. He's on the bottom, but he's still, he was making it happen. I hope that one day, uh, top five comedians of all time, you are way underrated, my guy. I hope to one day visit the USA 
and catch one of your shows while visiting. Andy, spell check this shit. Us white boys know how to spell. No $10, a lot of money over here. Get a Foster's up your mate and keep up the good work. Nigga, you've made two gay references. <laughs> uh, me and Andy being bum buddies and getting a Foster up me. Nigga, I'm not. Do you know the girth of a Foster can? Nigga? That's an oil can. It looks like an oil can. Yeah. Old oil can. They don't have oil cans anymore, do they? I don't know. It's an old, old school yeah, oil Yeah, I'm can. not. No, nah, nigga, Mike. Fuck y'all got <laughs> going on in there. The down under. It's down under, down under. Yeah, this is the, yeah, this is one of the gayest uh, international <laughs> emails I've ever read. <laughs> All the way from Australia. Mike, bend over. Let me put this Foster's in you. Um, oh, my God. I remember one time I was with an Australian guy. <laughs> He had a Foster's up his ass. He had the bottom of the can stuffed inside his ass so that I could open the front side and drink the beer while the beer was in his ass. <laughs> There's a video of a chick pouring a beer. Not It's not up her ass, but she has it clenched between her butt cheeks. Yeah. Pouring the... I've seen that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cherokee the ass... Uh, I think one time I put a Foster's can in between her butt cheeks and her crack and held it. Whew, Jesus Christ. She's not married anymore. <laughs> uh, the dark one. Andy, you and this fucking She-Hulk shit, man. If you can't get your mate to assume a position other than physically moving them, just saying. That sounds like a you issue. Just saying. By the way, Gemma seems dope. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that dark one. I just like how he said you can't get your mate to assume a position. So yeah. he's not doing anything. Just assume assume the position. Yeah. Let me just put this in there for a minute. All right. I'm done. Cop sex. I don't want to assume. I want to wrestle. I want to be thrown. I want to throw around. I want to have some fun. I don't want. That's not. That's not fun to me. <laughs> it's not fun. And I live on the second floor. I don't want anybody hearing that. That. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I wish I had enough dough so I could pay Gemma to put it on you. And I guarantee you, you dick it hard and you fuck the shit out of her. I would leave. I'd run. Oh, goodness. Um, Tyquez Shade. Uh, what's up, my guys? Saw you in Baltimore just recently. Great show. And you might annoy the fuck out of me on the podcast when it comes to race and inequality. Oh, Andy, you might annoy the fuck out of me on a podcast when it comes to race and inequality, but you're a funny motherfucker. The question I have for you both is, if you had to choose a nemesis for five DC characters from the Marvel Universe or vice versa, who would it be? Example, Superman versus Silver Surfer. Also, what are three superhero or villain movies that you feel need to be made ASAP? For me, uh, my top is Static Shock, and the last thing is not a question. I hear you talk about Denzel a lot. Truth be told, he is the GOAT, but I never hear you talk about the great debaters. I feel like that's one of those lost gems people forget about. Anyway, keep your foot on, a, uh, foot on these niggas' neck and keep dropping that hot new content on love. I like the debaters, man. Uh, I actually fucking uh, downloaded that and watched that probably a couple months ago. Um, I love to see two top-tier Black actors face off. Uh, while I don't put Forrest Whitaker in the same top tier levelness as a, well, once upon a time ago, Wesley Snipes, 
or a Sam Jackson. Uh, I love when Titans come together. I would have loved to have seen more if those, I mean, they, they had a scene, they were, they're both in the movie and they had a scene where they kind of, you know, had a moment, but I wish there was more of that. Uh, anytime, you know, it's like anything else, people bring out the best in each other. And uh, I wish there was someone black that Denzel worked alongside who could rival him uh, and, and, and take him to the next level and, and he could take them to the next level too. Um, but the great debate is, it's a great movie, man. Great I, movie. I think you sleep on uh Forrest Whitaker a little bit though. He doesn't blow me away yeah, like but, that. But, but part of it is when you talk about the guys that you talked about, they, they came in as, as, as I don't want to say superstars, but they were in good shape. They had a look, they, they fit a mold of what right. Hollywood is supposed to be. Forrest Whitaker did not come in with that, that, that mold. He didn't fit the mold. Mm. He was a bigger dude. Right. He had the lazy eye. Yes. Even though it wasn't. Uh, you know, he has it, a twin, right? No, I, no, I didn't know. That. He has a twin. Yeah. Does, and they both got the lazy eye. Well, how the fuck does that work? He had a, he had a, a lazy eye early in his career. Now it's very, now it's very tired. It's it hardly, <laughs> it moves a lot different than it used to. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't fit the mold. I don't, I think that when you watch what he has put out, I think he's a better actor than he gets credit for. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's good. Uh, but when I think powerhouse, Denzel, Snipes, even, for, you know, Lawrence Fishburne. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Who does Shakespeare, man. He's a, he's right. a fucking, yeah. he's an all, yeah. There, there, there's great, man, there's people. Like Heat, the way you took two Titans, De Niro and Pacino, and they had to face off. I've never seen Denzel versus another Titan black on his level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to. You know, but I, I'm sure, you know, I, God, I hate to do this the same way. But when you talked about c comedians, there used to be, there could only be one, right. one black comic. Yeah, per, at a time, per decade. And I think that, you know, with, with <clears throat> black actors, it was, it, it was similar. How many, how many people were going to break through in Hollywood that were going to be at a level? And I think that's changing where you're going to see a lot where there that that sh maybe it won't be in Denzel's time, but I, I don't think I, I'm going to like when you look at Denzel and you go again, when you think about the Titans, the icons, Pacino, De Niro, Denzel is in that. I'm going to name some black actors and you tell me if you think with a yes or no, they're on his level in terms of box office, star appeal, Oscars. Denzel is the Sidney Poitier of our time. Ready? Yeah. Morgan Freeman. He's a he's a great actor. Yes or no? No. Danny Glover. No. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. No. Wesley Snipes. No. Sam Jackson. No. See what I'm saying? There's no one to rival him. Like Lawrence Pacino Fishburne. rivals De Niro. Lawrence Fishburne, though. You I, think so? Yeah, because I think if you put those head to head, I think you would see an amazing that would that would be amazing acting because Lawrence he's an he's but a he, fucking actor. He is, but he's never done anything like when you when you think of Denzel, you could name off a plethora of movies to which Denzel was the star. He carried it. 
His name was front and center. Lawrence never did a movie like that. He was always a part of. He didn't sell a movie based on it's Lawrence Fishburne the way it's Denzel Training Day, Denzel John Q, Denzel Malcolm X, Denzel, and I could go on and on and on. Lawrence was in the movie with Angela Bassett, who was really the star. He's in The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, who's really the star. He's been in movies where other people are the stars. He's a part of it. That's why I'm saying none of those actors I name, except maybe Wesley Snipes, where they carry the movie. You could say Sam Jackson, but still, they don't have the magnitude of Denzel. No, but Lawrence Fishburne born, always stole the scenes that he was in. He always acted his ass off. Now, I'm not going to say everybody you named, I think is an excellent actor, but you're asking me on the level yes. of that. I think Lawrence Fishburne is the only one that if you put him in a scene to get the, you put them in a scene together, I think that's going to be if, explosive. If, yeah, if it's, if it's right. If it's right, it's going to be explosive. Let me throw your man's hat into the ring. Jeffrey Wright. Dude, he's part of that. Even though he's older, he's still part of that new generation. And he was more, I, I don't want to say that a, a character, just a character actor because he, but he does do a lot of character. He did, especially early, a lot right. of character acting. He's an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. Maybe another dude who could take that, take that to that mantle. Yeah. Listen, all, and all of those guys I named black are good actors who, if the, mo if the writing is right and the scene is right, yeah, they good. But if they had more opportunity for more of those top movies, would they be up there? That's the other question. Mm. Because when we started with, there can only be one. Uh, at that time, was it was there less? And let me ask you one. I'm going to throw one other there just to ask you, and you might, you might just laugh at me when I say this to you. If he would have lived, Tupac. No, no, dude. For what he was doing with no experience, <laughs> he was good. But nah, he was great with no experience. Okay, but nah, yo. You don't think he would have worked at his craft and taken uh, it up? Uh, uh, uh. I'm trying to think of... I mean, he would have had to stop doing just that character to get up into that right. next level. But for that... I mean, I mean it, it, look... That's an amazing talent for your it, first his, time. His, his greatest role to me was Bishop and Juice yeah. as Bishop. And with no experience. Killed it. Killed it, killed it, killed it. Uh... Poetic Justice, he's kind of playing, all his roles felt like he was kind of playing a guy that lived in that same neighborhood. Bishop wasn't as, I mean, his character in Poetic Justice wasn't nowhere near as gully or gangster as Bishop, but he's still playing a nigga from the streets. That's why I said he would have had to work past that. Right. But that's what was offered to him at that time. Had there been more offerings and with the, what he showed that he could do with no experience, do you think he could have done better? I'd, I'd, I'd have had to see his his range. Even the movie Above the Rim, he played another hood street nigga. That was what was given to him. What was that movie he did with Belushi, Gridlocked? Yes. Where he played a cop. Yeah. That, I didn't see that. Did you see it? No, I don't think I saw it. I don't, I don't remember seeing it. I remember, I know he I remember a, coming out. I don't remember seeing it. I know he played a cop, but again, it was a street nigga cop. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the parts. I know, but I'm saying he's show me something. Something, yeah. Show me something different. Denzel's range was unbelievable, but he had access to those yes, parts because he's he's Denzel. Okay, but yeah, but that's why again when you say when I say Lawrence Fishburne because we're not supposed to call him Larry anymore because right. he upped it to Lawrence. when he was Larry he was getting some roles. Listen, one of his greatest performances ever, King of New York. Yeah, 
And that cast, David Caruso, Wesley Snipes, uh, was Sam Jackson in that? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. That fucking cast, man. Oh, but, fucking, oh, the, 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 why? Uh, walking? <laughs> yeah, because you're walking. Oh, but there's, there's other movies, I, I can't name, I'm, I'm really bad, obviously you guys know with names, but I can't name them off the top of my head, but other movies, that he's had these character roles where he plays these, he fucking can act, man. He's still one of them. Yeah. You guys got fat while everybody starved in the streets. If a nickel bag is sold in the streets, I want in. If any of you want a job, See me. I'm at the whatever hotel. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Great. I don't. Uh, DC villains uh, that you would like to see in the movies. Gorilla Grock is one I'd love to see. Uh, and I wonder if they would CGI it or would they plan another apes it with Mark Wahlberg and put you in prosthetics. I'm trying to think of who I'd want. Gorilla Grock. I don't know too many villains. Uh, uh, and it's crazy because I used to play that. I used to own that game. I played on PlayStation. Injustice. Injustice League or whatever the fuck it was. Some of the villains on there. Oh. DC villains. Oh, look at you. Yeah, just want to get a better list. What do they got? Uh, well, these are all, most of these have already gotten played. Uh, Dark Side, Lex Luthor, Joker. Well, Dark Side. No, who made, oh. Yeah, dark oh, side. Right. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, Zack yeah. Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one, uh, but more, you know, yeah. out there. Brainiac. Brainiac's another one. I'd like to see Mr. Freeze done, right? Is that the Mr. Freeze from, from Arnold? Uh, yeah. Mr. Freeze. Done right. Not with Arnold. Oh, with all them puns. Freeze. Uh, Take a chill. Well, Black. Who? They have Black Adam, but that's coming out. He's a villain? I didn't think he was a... a, a I thought, yeah, I thought he was a superhero. No, he's a superhero. Well, you said you put in villains. I put in villains. So they, 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 he was a villain. Nah. Any women? Harlequin. They got it. Who? Harlequin. Harlequin. Oh, Harlequin. Yeah. Harley Quinn, nigga. Okay. Harlequin. You're saying that as one name. Yeah, I said it one name. I did. You threw me off. Harley Quinn, nigga. Okay, there you go. Harlequin. Oh, that would That's be That's some good. shit a black ghetto bitch would do. What's your name? What, what's your name, sweetie? My name is Harlequin. <laughs> bitch, it's Harley Quinn. Okay. All right. Scarecrow. They they used him in the in ba Batman. And, yeah. But I think that's... Uh, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Yeah. That could be good. Okay. Um, see, this is where... I'm not a geek dog. This is what... This was nary territory. Um, Corey Ross. What up, fellas? My name is Corey Ross, new listener. Been binging episodes while I'm drawing. Aries, I've been a big fan since your debut on Def Jam. I'm not going to front like I'm familiar with Steinberg, but I respect him. It's funny because there are black pop culture references that you make, Aries, and I think it goes over Steinberg's head. That's not a diss at all. As I'm laughing at some of the stuff Aries says, I'm wondering how Steinberg isn't laughing his ass off. But then I figure he's not familiar enough, if familiar enough with some of your references. My questions are, are in regards to comedy. Before a show, have you ever felt it was going to be a good show and for whatever reason it didn't go well? Yeah, Madison Square Garden, nigga. My first time. Ugh. My, um, I love when you tell that story, though. Uh, doon, 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 doon. <laughs> um, conversely, before a show, have you ever not felt it 
and the show kills this weekend. Yeah, but yeah, I was feeling it before. Like it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, I think it just surprised you. I yeah. don't think that you felt it was going to be bad, but it surprised you how yeah, good. Yeah, I, I just didn't think it would go this good. Um, what material did you think would kill, and it didn't? Uh, all the shit about uh, me fucking babies. Uh, no, that's, that's I don't have no jokes like that. <laughs> no, sorry. Have you ever had anything that you worked on that just didn't go? It didn't go. It it wasn't like it fell flat completely, like crickets. But it didn't get what I thought it was going to get. It got chuckles, and I thought I thought this was going to be a belly. It's going to kill. Yeah. yeah. Um. What material did you think wouldn't be shit, and it killed? I don't ever think material is going to be shit. Well, if I thought it was going to be shit, I wouldn't even attempt it. I think you, I think it's reward that and be more like you thought it was going to be all right. Like you fit it in, like it might've been like a tag that right. you put in to get through to something else. Right. And it, and it turned out to be like the heavy hitter instead of just the tag. Nah, cause, cause my intention is always to hit the grand slam. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, but, but, and when you attempt, you're going to fall short sometimes. I never go, I think this is going to do okay. And then hit a grand slam. And that's not my thought process. So, yeah. Uh, your review of the Batman was great to listen to. I didn't read the comments, but I could tell you were talking about two different things from Batman versus Superman. Incidentally, yes, you guys are absolutely right. I, when Andy said, when you said the suit was yeah. a captain, I'm not captain, yeah, like Iron, Iron Man, Man suit. Yeah. That was from Batman versus Superman. That suit he made, yeah. which is actually from the comic books. Yeah. And a cartoon. Yeah. But it is very Iron Man-esque. I see where you're going for. I, I just got it totally confused. Um, I agree with you, Aries, about the warehouse scene being the best depiction of a Batman fight. Steinberg didn't like the armor Batman wore when he fought Superman. You two are definitely comic book movie heads. Not really. Shit is dope. Lastly, Aries, I'd be honored to bless you with some of my artwork. My IG is Corey R716. And Corey underscore Ross underscore 716. Again, much respect to you both. Peace. Peace. Appreciate that, Corey. Yeah, bless me, dog. Uh, to his point about uh, black culture references, mm -hmm. I think I probably surprised you on how many I actually pick up on. Yeah. And what I would say to that is some of the references don't hit me the same way because it's not, it's not me. You know what I mean? Like some of the things that you say, you mm -hmm. like they're funnier to you because you've seen it in your existence, in your it's time. It's part of my, my yeah. yeah. Not not the the reference itself, but you just seen it in real life. Right. Where, where I might not have, it's not, it doesn't hit me in the same place. Right. So that's that's probably more of it. But yeah, I don't know every one of the references you make. I, I, I don't, but that would be ridiculous for me to. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Yeah. Um, Rob Dorsey. Bro. Y'all got an ad. Y'all got an ad from Michael Blue That's fire. The cherry on top was that when he finished talking about bubbly, he says crack a smile. But all I heard was crack, crack a smile. smile. <laughs> Lost my shit at work. LMAO. Uh, much love, brothers. Oh yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a home brewer and would love the opportunity to brew up some real ANA ale. That way we have it. Uh, let me know if you guys are interested. Um, Incidentally, Michael Bublé is one of my favorite fucking singers, man. Uh, today, to me, he's the modern day. I don't know that he gets as much recognition 
for it. Um, to me, he's the modern day Frank Sinatra. I mean, that dude's voice is silky as a motherfucker. I love me some Michael Blue Blay, goddammit. Um, you know, and I and, and you know, it, listen, music like any other art form, it's subjective. But I think that part of what makes growth culturally is if we can try to embrace something different. Uh, so don't be a real nigga like the nigga in Baltimore. Try some Michael Blue Blay. It's fucking fantastic. Have you seen the commercial that he's talking about or heard it? No. Uh, they're good. They're funny commercials. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I know the product, the drink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but when he, when it, for our podcast, that being on our podcast and what he just said there, the, that, that hits that way. Mm. He's right. Um, Dude, I, again, I, 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 this fantasy of mine, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's fall. It's not too cold. Uh, it's not hot. The weather's beautiful. The leaves are out. New York City with the perfect woman. Dinner, wine, some Frank Sinatra, some Michael Blue Blay. Oh, God. It's so sexy. It's grown and sexy. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Yo, what's up? This is Big Shaquille out there. Everybody know me. Know I'm a pitch man for a lot of different companies, a lot of different businesses, a lot of different products. If you have a back pain, joint pain, any kind of shoulder pain, you use Icy Hot. You use Icy Hot, it sends instant relief to all your pain and all your joints. It's what the professionals use. I have problems talking with my voice. Where are you from? I'm from Mississippi. Then take some Icy Hot, swallow it. It'll clear your voice up. How's it now? Oh, my God. That really worked. Icy Hot, total pain. Um, type Hope. The Sopranos. What's up, Aries? I've never had a desire to watch The Sopranos until I heard you talk about how good it is. I'm only on the fourth episode of season one, and I'm already kind of hooked. When I'm done, I'll hit you up and let you know what I think, bro. Gotta fucking stick with it. It's fun of the fucking family. I'm telling you, you'll fucking like it. You'll get to know everybody. My sister Janice, Uncle June, Johnny Shack, Christopher, Paul, Sill, all the fucking guys, my kids, Metal and AJ, my wife, Carl. It's a great fucking show. Trust me. Go to Silvio's. Eat it fucking with Artie's. It's fucking great. It still holds up. Yes, absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. It's been off for a long time. Yeah, uh, the late nineties started yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, didn't it go to the early two thousands though. Yeah, I think so. But it's 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 old, man, dude. And it's it's held up. Yeah, they could Google a few more things. Yeah, but other than that, all right. Uh, but they kind of address technology in there too. When uh, the bartender couldn't get his shit right, remember they kept on. He kept trying to transfer the phone from uh, on hold right, to Tony, right, right. and so. That's Tony's opinion. He was on, just an idiot. Yeah, but that 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 Georgie. Kind of, but that kind of summed up technology in the yeah. in the show. Um, my boy just loves Chicos. My man Justin, Hispanic nigga. Uh, Rashad is fucking blind. What's up, guys? Hope all is good with you and your family. Now let me direct my attention to this guy, Rashad, for a second. Bro, are you fucking? Uh, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> bro are you fucking serious you think that girl looks better than Gemma I don't know what's going on with your life but you need to get your eyes checked on that girl is a three compared to Gemma I understand you can uh, you can 
I understand you can got your own taste. That sounds almost like a jingle. I can understand you got your own taste. Right. <laughs> Ooh, but who? <laughs> $10 just goddamn, nigga. Uh, but please, if you're going to compare girls, let's make sure the girl is actually at the same level. Rashad, if you need better eye candy, I have no problem taking time out of the day to guide and show you some eye candy that will have your eyes glistening like when Charles Barkley looked at a dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts. Dude, if Gemma was laying on my bed butt naked and she got her feet done um, with that fucking... Dude, if Gemma was laying on my bed butt naked and she got her feet done oh, with that fucking accent, she got. She says, come eat my twat. Then, then by all means, where is my bib? I would eat Gemma for an hour and a half because she is Gemma. Okay, enough of Gemma fandom and giving some knowledge to Rashad. Aries, I have a skit idea for you if you don't mind. Since Justice League ain't coming out anytime soon, let's do a different universe idea that Nicolas Cage is auditioning for Superman and Jay-Z is auditioning for Batman, which we know he would never do. But I think this would be a hilarious skit. Tio Andrea, I didn't forget about you, bro. Always got love for you. Every episode, I'm finding more new things about you. You skateboard for a bit and gave old skateboards to family, which is a noble act, and I have a lot of respect for you. I didn't know if this matters for y'all, but by the time y'all are reading this, me and my girlfriend will be in Puerto Rico for our fourth year anniversary, dating, and at the same day when the email episodes air is our official date. Sorry for the long email, guys, and got so much love for y'all in this podcast. Side note, guys, who are y'all top five or ten musicians of all time? Aries, I know you might stick with the hip-hop rap side, but T.O., I don't know what your music tastes, and I bet everybody would like to know. Love you guys. Uh, I'll give you top five, but when he says musicians, does that count as... Bands? Okay. Groups? Yeah, I think so. Not just... Because when I think musicians, I almost think about you have to play an instrument. No, I think it's just who who moves you musically. All right. Rhythmically. All right. Rhythm, did I just say... I didn't say that right either. Yeah. Rhythm, rhythm, you can say it. Yeah. Uh, Michael Blue Blay is definitely one of them. Wow. Jesus Christ. I'm You know, I like a little bit of James Brown uh, sometimes. Um, Jay-Z... It's always tough for me to put these in five because, or any number because I got to think about who I really like and there's so much that I really like. I love Anthony Hamilton uh, and Brian McKnight. I don't know if those are my top five, but those are five I like. Uh, mine's Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Start me up. Put me up and never stop. Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biggie. Oh, I wish we had, I wish he, I just wish we had more, man. That's, uh, but that to me is the, that's captain right there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, man, top musicians though. Well, you're at three right now. I know. And I'm trying to make want it. Me, want, want me to throw you a lifeline? No, I got, I got one that I don't know if it, it, if it hits in there, but. It's it's there. Say it. Well, it would be James Brown, because everything wow. everything from Brown everything from James Brown's music has been See you. copied and used. And 
Baby, no, no. And it's the godfather of that song. Right. So I don't know how you don't include that if I got to be serious about it. But then my my last one, I want to go back, man. Mm. I want to go. I, I go Charlie Parker. I go with some really old jazz. I was going to toss you a lifeline and say De La Soul. No, they're like my, that is my favorite. That first album is like my favorite hip hop album of all time. Uh, just because the genre was new and that was open and that's what they did with it. And I respect that, that album. Uh, but when it comes to hip hop, I, you know, I try to pick someone from different genres and mm -hmm. Biggie's, Biggie's always going to be the dude for me. All right. Only because of the story, just mm -hmm. the story so good too. And then the way they, that if you believe the legend mm -hmm. and you know, it's hard to tell when, if it's the legend or if it's the reality, right. but when they talk about how, you know, he, a lot of this was off, off the cuff, just off the fly, just quick, you know, right. and he comes in and they give him a beat. Doesn't want to do the beat for juicy. Right. And then he comes in and rips like one of the fucking greatest songs ever. How? Yeah, man. Yeah. So that has to be on my top right there. It doesn't, it's not a diss on De La Soul. I was just doing five. Okay. Uh June Buck Spite. Um intro. Will Smith voice. Keep my name in the motherfucking intro. <laughs> What's up, fella? Well, uh, sorry to all of those who uh whose names have been not put into the new one. But uh But they live on the back catalog. Yes. Um, Aries, that's dope that you're getting hip-hop legends to work on a new intro. Hopefully you keep the day one listeners in the intro. It was dope how it scratched in. I agree it needs some hype music to set the tone. You should throw a couple bars in to showcase your rap ability. Give Andy a couple bars to spit as well. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm out. Me, Ranfoots, and Leroy Furious are on the run again. That's funny, dude. That is funny. The three slave trio. I'm gonna come up with something for that. Uh yeah, dude. The new the new song. The new intro. Yeah. It's nice. Kick open the door. Wave the four four. Please don't let Papa hit me no more. God, I could imagine if he did stay alive where to work. That's like him and Patrice. What could have been? Well, and and like okay. Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to go too heavy in this, but it's just his perspective was changing. You heard it already in the music that his perspective was changing. Right. Imagine if someone who started off in, in the genre, and then it seemed it, we got very. The reason I I have kind of I fell away from rap is it was so gangster heavy stuff that I didn't relate to. That's fine. Right. Other people did. That's fine. Uh, but. From his perspective, someone as strong as him, his voice as strong as him, take it in a different direction that it wasn't so... Uh, there's a tough word that I, I need to come up with here, but that would have had a more positive influence and possible effect. Right. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not trying to... Oh, you know, some people feel like once you get the money and the fame and you get to a certain stature... That that loses some of your edge, you know what I mean. But he kept his the his I don't know his flow was just different. Motherfucker had skills like a motherfucker. So, but that that's again that's me. I'm an old head and I'm looking at things from the past. I could be completely wrong. Right. Uh Curtis Bailey. Uh, 
What's up, ANA? Love the content. Keep crushing this shit. Love the sports, political, and theatrical opinions on your podcast. You guys got a nice old school meets new school flow. I wish I could have seen you guys at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore. I'll catch you superstars. You that burp turned into Shaq. <laughs> I'll catch you superstars on the next tour. Can you and Andy compare 90s and 2000s HBO TV series on a scale of 1 to 10 compared to current HBO TV show series just as far as how they stack up? Yes, dick measuring contest. Love the pod. Keep it 100. You know, again, in the 90s, early 2000s, my shows on HBO, Sopranos, Sex in the City, uh, the first two seasons of The Wire, and then I fell off. Um, and that, and, and Mar, Bill Maher, to be honest with you, dude, a lot of them shows, uh, like True Blood was one uh, about the vampires. I never got into that. I tried to get into Boardwalk Empire, just was too slow, and the period piece of it didn't didn't do for me uh, anything spectacular. Uh, there was that show Six Feet Under uh, that my man Freddie Rodriguez was in, um, who was in the pest with me. Um, remember that show? I I actually like Six Feet Under. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Um, did you like True Blood? You ever see True Blood? Yeah, I saw True Blood. It was it was all right, but it was there was such a this vampire craze that like hit the world at one right, time. Right. I mean, it was, it was a lot. Um, and obviously something like that, a lot of suspension of disbelief and you know how much I fucking get annoyed about that. Right. Uh, but, uh, uh, six feet under, I mean, that was, that was breaking ground kind of show. Right. You know, um, there was a Western that they had on, forget the name of it. I wanted to try to get it at that. I just never got around to it. And I don't really watch too many shows on HBO now. A lot of the new stuff, I don't really, you know, to be honest, Winning Time will be the first time I've really watched a series currently. On HBO? Yeah. I've got more into Showtime. Well, Showtime has gone in that direction. Right. They've gotten a lot more right. out. Um, you never, uh, Showtime was Showtime Weeds? That was in the... Weeds was Showtime. I never got into that show. Yeah. I only got into it because uh, Brent Ertz was on that. Plus, that's what you did. Well, man, but I didn't care about that. Mm. Um, man, I, I don't... I'm trying to think of the ones that I really was into. Sopranos was like, you had to be... And that's yeah. the other thing. You had to be home. You didn't have the thing where you could just pull it up unless you had the the DVR. TV, TiVo? TiVo or DVR, right, whatever. Right. But, you know, you had to be home to catch it on. You wanted to catch... And you wanted to catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You wanted... You didn't it was want groundbreaking. To, you, and you didn't want to go to wherever your job or whatever you had to do the next day and not know what happened in The right. Sopranos. You had to know that. To me, right. you did. And I actually fell off the wire after three seasons because I remember the first season, I liked it. The second season was about the docks when everything took place in the docks. I didn't really care for that one. And the third season, they got back to Barksdale and Clydesdale or Barksdale, whatever the niggas was, Idris Elba's character and Wood Harris. Once they killed off Idris and Wood was gone, I, I I was done. Um, I I know this is gonna everybody's gonna hate that I say this. I never got into the wire, and I dude, think, I've caught flack for that. But I think it's because, I, like I said, I was becoming the dad. I was busy, and I didn't. I wasn't trying to check out as much television at the time. Right. Uh, but every time I go back and I see an episode, or if I catch something on, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I always go, God, I want to, I want to dedicate time to watch right. this. But I just haven't gone back right. because it's something that. The Wire is one of those that you do have to pay attention and you have to watch it. 
where like a lot of shows I can kind of watch and be in and out and mm-hmm. still pick up on where I left off. Right. But the wire is a little bit more pay attention to it's, right. it's, 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 it's a little slower in a lot of areas. And I think that's part of what turned me off was its pace. Yeah. So that was hard for me. The Sopranos, it's like every episode, something happens that makes you go, oh shit, something. Well, and in Wire, it was like some episodes, yeah, some episodes, no. And there was always in Sopranos, and I'm not trying to just beef up Sopranos here, but there was always an undercurrent that if you weren't paying attention, you were missing little things that were going to come back and get you later right. on. <laughs> so you you really did pay attention. But Dexter, what was Dexter on? Showtime. That was that was. Yeah, that was a good show. I, you know, my 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 ex wife loved that fucking show to death. Um, but it 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 phased itself out before the end because then it started getting they. Well, you know, you know they brought it back. Yeah, Dexter New Blood. Yeah, and I'm 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 I watched two episodes, and I think I might be able to watch to, it to get into this. It got a little off the rails at the end of its right. regular run, so I stopped watching it before the very end. Um, but there was a show, I wish I could remember the name of it, this dude. It was one of the early HBO ones. And he, the guy's a comic. He's the one who did the, 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 the thing about the store. He's the one who did the store documentary. Mm. He had a show on there where he was a married man. And it was about all him, about him being married. And that was one of the first series that I saw on there. And I really liked that series, but I wasn't, mm. I had just gotten married. I think I had just gotten married or I was working my right. way to get married. Uh, that show hit in a different way, and I and I liked it. I wish I could remember the name of it off the top right now, but I can't. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, I've, I've I've said how much I hated or could never get into Game of Thrones. Yeah, I I never did either. Yeah, so uh, I tried. I tried too. Yeah, no. I tried with my son too, and I thought we were going to get into it. It's going to be something we were going to enjoy right. together. It it just didn't work. Um. Ali D. Uh, hey, ANA, just listen to the segment where you guys were talking about Tyson beating the sobriety into that drunk guy on the plane. I can't express how satisfying it was to see those uppercuts connect on that guy. Actually, they weren't uppercuts. They were uh, hooks. Tyson actually went and did it. Oh, oh, we all would love to do something like that to someone that's fucking with us, but Tyson actually went and did it. Gotta say, we're so used to seeing Tyson fight in a sanctioned fight in a ring that when you see him beat someone in the outside world, it's like slowing down to see a car crash. You, uh, you have to look. There's also something kind of funny about seeing someone get beat on a plane without a referee 30,000 feet up into the air and a metal tube <laughs> flying through the sky. I heard the dude hired a lawyer and is going after Tyson. Hopefully he loses. People shouldn't expect someone to just be fucked with and have stuff thrown at them and just maintain uh, their composure and ignore that, like, uh, ignore them like the monk that lit himself on fire in that one famous picture. Anyway, love the podcast. Can't wait for more. Peace. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the outcome of this is. Uh, I hope the judge throws it out. Lord knows Tyson's done his best job to vacate that old personality. Uh, and I, again, I'm, I'm proud of him for it. Um, kept him out of jail and he's not in the ground so uh again it, it provides hope to brothers like him that you can make it um yeah i don't i think there's a i, I think it's a setup to against tyson yeah and i think that it's uh, i have a lot of issues with it 
And I think though that, uh, you know, if there's a dog, if there's a, if, if you stick your hand into, into any aggressive thing. Yeah. I don't want to say animal cause I'm not trying to make Tyson an animal, but in real life, in the reality, okay, let me, let me rephrase this a different way. When you go to the zoo, and they have the wild animals and they have a fence and then they have a they have that first fence that you're not supposed to go over then they have the safety fence that's the bigger one if you make your way past those two fences <laughs> you deserve it whatever you get you yeah. deserve yeah and again i'm not trying to call to, that was not trying to make tyson into an animal that's right. not but tyson you have an aggressive uh there's an aggressive entity that lives within right. tyson and if you call that entity out if you stand in front of a mirror in the dark and you yell out Candyman three times, and if Candyman right. shows up, then that's your ass. That's it. That's you. That's right. your fault. Right. That's on you. Right. Uh, I do think that there's some issues with the, if he was really drunk or if he was very intoxicated and the airline let him on, sue the airline. Uh, but uh, I don't think Tyson. I, I, well, maybe Tyson could counter sue. He could counter sue, but he should. They, they shouldn't let him on. Uh, and you know what? And if he is intoxicated, he's intoxicated in public and uh, he's provoking someone mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the person who defended themselves and from, from this person. Right. So uh, I hope that's the way that uh, a judge would see it. I don't know if it would. But speaking of aggression and that other email that we just went past, what about Oz in the uh, oh, HBO series? Never got into that either. Dude, I, you know what? I never watched it as a series where I had to see it at the right. end but if you watch episodes of it, there's so many actors in that that have yeah. that it's it it, it 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 launched everyone's career. Right. This is fucking. It, it's a yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I mm, yeah. I never got into that though. It feels like some of those shows. If I had really taken the time to sit down and go, all right, I'm gonna invest in this. I would have got into. I would have got into it. Oz was one of those shows that no matter what it was, I mean, you were you were on the edge of your seat because. It, 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 that one, that one got rough. We saw Edie Falco in Oz before Sopranos. Yeah, she was a regular uh, as a guard, and, and that was before Nurse Jackie. That was yep. that was her, and she she was great in that. Um, a lot of the people that are in Law and Order and all those SVU right. things, they're all, a lot of them uh, came from uh, uh, from Oz. Yeah, the fucking commercial guy of the guy that's Mayhem. Yeah, Mayhem. He came yeah. from it. Yeah. J.K. Rowling's. He came. No, from no, it. that's the writer. J.K. No, Simmons. Simmons, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He came and he was in Juno, Juno also that movie right. Juno, and then, uh, uh, yeah, but he's all, he's all over that. So there's a lot of a lot of people came through that uh, HBO uh, cast system, uh, yeah. of getting on these shows. So uh, Oz, though, I I don't know. There's something about Oz that just, I think it's underappreciated because of what its topic was, right. but a lot came from it. Um, before we give out dates and. Well, we bring up the musical guest. Yeah. Uh, there's two things I want to play for you. You got to see this, dude. These bitches are incredible. You know, so so much we give credit to guys that do impressions. The Jay Farrow, Zay Fionn Crockett, Godfrey, myself. These are two chicks. Uh, one black, one white. Dude, these impressions are fucking amazing. Uh, How great are these impressions? A fucking amazing. Do you want to hold it right there? Because... I don't mean to cut you off. Oh. All right. Uh, this first girl, and if you can't follow her, she's really amazing. Uh, Jade Nova. I, I actually, one time in Cleveland, 
uh, did a radio station and she does Beyonce. And I'm like, how the fuck do you oh, do? Oh, I, I, I was there when the, when you when you were at the radio station. Is she she was there? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, how do you do Beyonce other than singing? I would And, and you better be able to blow if you're going to go there with all the riffs and everything. But she has Beyonce's talking voice. And I remember she and I did a uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. So uh, I, I got a, this girl, Jade Nova. It's uh, J-A-D-E-N-O-V-A-H. Her name is Jade Nova. Support this bitch. She's incredible. See what's going on. It's mans with balls. Pause. <laughs> and they just going back and forth. This not coming out right. It's a dude and another dude. One is bald. One is sweating a lot. Oh, my God. They sweat so much. This job is a little bit beneath me. I think I should be out there performing a song for everyone <laughs> with an orchestra and tubas. Ooh, we had the ball, but now it's down. Oops, you messed around and waited too long. Now I'm about to put y'all on. I asked the higher power, told me who I'm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm so with the ball. <laughs> So she did Cardi B, uh, Beyonce, uh, Erica Badu, Britney Spears. and Britney Spears. Jesus, dude. Uh, and then there's this white girl who I'm going to play. She goes at, at Instagram at, I, I can't say this, so I'm going to just spell it. S-T-E-F-A-C-H-K-A. Um, she's going to do Drew Barrymore, Margot Robbie, Jennifer Coolidge. Her Margot Robbie and Jennifer Coolidge are ridiculous. Oh, and Drew Barrymore. Uh, so. The drug, dumbass. Wow, you look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Can you take <laughs> off your shirt? God, it's like you photoshopped. That's the thing. When you kiss someone and you know that you're supposed to kiss them for the rest of your life because everything around you turns hazy. And that's how you know that's your person. Hama means family. Family means more body than stuff behind. Who? 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 What are you, a fucking owl? Stop flexing your muscles, Jordan. You look like a fucking imbecile. And <laughs> some bad broads right there. Those are good. Yeah. Um, and she also does accents, which is so sexy because she kills them all. Uh, fucking Russia, uh, New York, and her Miami accent are amazing. Um, okay. Anyway, um, you want to give out some dates? Sure. <clears throat> Guys. Talked about this yesterday, so if you haven't heard, we're going to be May. Uh, as you're listening to this right now, you're probably listening to this if you got it on Thursday, on the 5th of May. But on the 6th, 7th, and 8th, we're going to be at the Pittsburgh Improv. And then on May 13th through the 8th, 15th, we'll be at Louisville Comedy Club. Uh, 19th uh, through the 21st of May, we'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And we'll be out doing soprano shit that week too uh on the 26th and through the 29th of may we're going to be at helium at the philly helium i'm very excited about that one uh then going uh next month july no that wasn't july may that's june what am i doing see back there we go 
Uh, June 3rd through the 5th, we're going to be at OKC Comedy Club, the Bricktown Comedy Club in OKC. And then June 9th through the 12th, we're going to be back in California at Tommy T's in Pleasanton. Um, beat Distillery. Um, okay, I guess he's sending me a beat. What's up, Barry? As I hit you up on Instagram about sending you a beat to play on your podcast. Here's the attach MP3 file. Uh, okay, uh, is Instagram is not underscore so underscore fresh f r e s h underscore podcast, or you could also check out his Instagram at beat underscore d e s t i j l l e r y, or his third Instagram at underscore d e s t i j l underscore uh soundcloud the not so fresh podcast youtube beats distillery um yeah this is uh this is him so uh i think that's it enjoy to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. The test course you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!